I'm Scott Blakeman in Manhattan, welcoming you to a very special 200th episode edition of Getting Through This. And I'm Tom Saunders in Los Angeles. And Scotty, this podcaster has looked forward to this show with almost childlike excitement. But it's also a challenge how to best present a 200th show worthy of the 199 shows that preceded it. How to celebrate this extremely important event. Well, it provoked heated debate just in my own mind. After much soul-searching, Scotty, we've decided that this will not be a clip show. That is, like sitcoms in their third or fourth season that lazily show scenes from past shows with the episode loosely bookended by the cast that, for some reason, gathered together to reminisce. I will admit, however, that as a writer on such sitcoms, I long for these episodes so we could take the week off. But, Scotty, on this podcast... We never even take a single day off. That's right, Tommy. Since April 1st, 2020, we have assumed the role of essential workers working from home and have delivered stress and anxiety-reducing laughter and escape every single day without that pesky delivery charge. We offer ideas, inventions, speculative journalism, speculative history, architecture, physics, and more. And generally, what we talk about appears three weeks later in the New York Times in a far less interesting and not at all funny way. In fact... In today's at home section, a headline boldly declares, quote, for trying times, try laughter. Mm. And the subhead, medical professionals have a prescription for helping us to get through this unsettling period. Well, Tommy, not only do we elicit endorphin releasing laughter and joy for our listeners, but we also make each other emit high pitch hyena like laughter every single day. And that, my friend, is the kind of medicine you don't need a prescription for. Wow, Scotty, that's uh, that's the type of thing that puts a lump in your throat. And it's the good kind of lump, Scotty. <laughs> uh, because and, and by the way, I saw that for trying times, try laughter like, oh, again, New York Times really scooping all the other papers, but <laughs> not our podcast because we figured that out many many episodes ago and that's why we are in in our view in serious contention for the lasker prize the famous prize uh, given only for people who have achieved breakthroughs in medicine Scott. well we we never thought we would but we all the prescriptions we have uh, do qualify us for that and i will say tommy too as much as i like the new york times as a news source Many, many, many of our topics from the very early days where you proposed fashion face masks. Well, where are they? Well, many articles and many businesses have begun uh, since then. But the, the, this last one today is almost satirical, that almost mocking themselves for trying times, try laughter. I mean, the old <laughs> laughter is the old best medicine. People have been saying that for decades. And, yeah. but we've, and, and they use get through this. And by the way, I love they call it an unsettling period. It's and I've never heard of it refer to a pandemic as unsettling but anyway that's it's a word that some people that's what the new york times yeah. thinks is a, it makes them sound intelligent yeah to me like a bad experience a salad bar would be unsettling <laughs> you know but the lettuce was a little a bad brown. dream can be unsettling. bad dream is unsettling yeah and then you go go outside but yeah um, and then you wake up and you have breakfast yeah, yeah that's not, this is not an unsettling period new york times no. whoever wrote that uh yeah, Scotty, and 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 it is it, it, again and again we've scooped the New York Times. We've done so many things in this 200 uh, episodes, um, and uh, I've 
we've tried to uh, put together just a small little sample. Uh, in, in some ways, I'm. In some ways, I I I, I cringe at the uh, the task of trying to uh, even give a a good overview of what we've accomplished in these 200 episodes in well, terms of just inventiveness, Scotty. Well, inventiveness. Well, you know, we're doing this every single day. One of the byproducts about that, we haven't had time uh, to, to listen to everything, but this isn't patting ourselves on the back. This is, we're grateful for this that we can give to our listeners a ton, so much stuff that uh, we can revisit and so much more there. And what yeah, and you put together a little time, which is by way far, far from a comprehensive list for, oh, of so, many, so many uh, accomplishments. But that, that's what I, I, I cannot even begin to list this without imploring our listeners to understand that this is a tiny bit of what of what we've created. Uh, uh, just just the, the everyday wonders that we marvel over. Right. We, we have taken uh, <clears throat> the idea of of uh, being jaded and turn it on its head. It, what's the yeah. opposite of jaded? It's us. It's, it's getting us. through and this. Just as you said early in this episode, uh, with almost childlike amazing. Well, I will say not almost, but yes, childlike. And why the rush to grow up? Children are always, what's that? Pointing, pointing to that. What's that? What's that? Asking a million questions. Well, uh, we're grown adult, fully grown. Um, but uh, we have that same kind of attitude and questioning right. phrases and words, things that no one would think of questioning or bringing up topics no one thinks of bringing up and topics that people talk about every day in a different light. And that's what we do. Uh, and we do well, it for no remuneration at this time. No, no, no. That's that, that would no, we are truly a nonprofit. Yeah, you know, there's there's. <laughs> Uh, 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 you know, <clears throat> unlike some so-called non-profits, KCRW, are you listening? Yeah. Our appreciation of the fact, Scotty, that even an average laptop can translate, or phone, I think, can translate yeah. spoken word into written text. Scott, that led one of us to admitting that we're still astounded by the ballpoint pen. Exactly. And I, uh, a while back, uh, had no electrical power for, I would say, maybe two and a half hours, and just that alone led me to be more appreciative than ever of the light. Scotty, that we thrilled listeners with tales of terror, carnival and amusement park rides that we only go on because we're goaded by women or our siblings. We appreciate those things. Uh, entire And Scotty, what about the new inventions? Well, yes, well, we just the other day we spoke of uh, envisioning entire neighborhoods of houses that would slowly pivot uh, on a base uh, so each homeowner gets the best view at some time during the day. Of course, we- sometimes so, yeah. so yeah. Imagine a huge turntable with about 10 different houses and yards on this turntable. It's based on the idea of the Westbury Music Fair, Scotty, that you appeared at slowly rotating around the stage and, and those restaurants and towers that slowly revolve. This would give home each homeowner, because cannot each homeowner be privileged so as to view the view that his neighbors also view. I, I, I think that's also, the, would yes. be the famous saying if Patrick Henry were came up with. Yes. Idea. Well, why shall not I see what thou neighbor has some <laughs> something like that? And also, yeah. Tommy, this could work for skyscraper high rise apartment buildings with the same technology. Because, again, there's always that. Oh, uh, you have a review. So do I from two to three thirty. 
you know, and then that's it. But you know, first of all, who needs a river view 24 hours a day? Yeah. Not always looking out at the river. So this would be talk about equality and bringing the world together. And as we came up with this other idea, pneumatic stilts the houses so the houses can rise. And well, frankly, as you said, Tommy, make floods a joke or at least something no one need to worry about. Yeah, I know. I would go so far as it make it would make flood a, a joke, but it would be a bad joke. And somebody would say, don't make jokes about the flood. Not everybody has new uh, houses on pneumatic stilts. I think that yeah, could happen. That would be the proper response. Yeah. 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 Uh, 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 but uh, uh, on the other hand, also, no family. If you're a if you're in a, a pneumatic a stilt house, no fa that rises up to maybe 200, 400 feet, really, uh, this, 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 the, the you know, 40 story building. No family need be jealous, Scotty, of playboys in penthouses. No, and that alone would be such a relief to people. And Tommy, so many times we've seen, as mentioned earlier, our ideas do get picked up much later. Here was one we haven't mentioned, but you came up with the idea of audio animatronic statues. Now, of course, especially a couple months ago, we were speaking a big issue was toppling the statues that were problematic from history. But we said, well, what are you going to replace them with? And you suggested animatronic statue would be so much more interesting. And I did see the other day, not quite animatronic, but somebody did do an LED display on a Confederate era statue. And they with with somehow showed Black Lives Matter words or other images superimposed on there. Interesting. So that's sort of along the lines of yeah, that's pretty much oh. along the lines. Yeah, that's definitely uh, uh, something that could only have been inspired by our idea of audio animatronic statues that are actually based on the Walt Disney audio animatronics of Abraham Lincoln and, and uh, pirates of, of the Caribbean, these statues that would move around and go, yo, ho, ho, and a bottle of rum, right? But <laughs> yeah, our welcome statues- to the, Yeah, and always welcome to the 19th century. And, and, but you were mesmerized by it. And we yes. sort of dropped the ball on the what I'm trying from the 1964 yeah, World's Fair, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And they could discuss, uh, uh, the, you know, they could sort of, well, yes, I'm Andrew Jackson. And uh, okay, I was responsible for uh, Indian uprisings. And I apologize for that. And there's no place for quelling Indian uprisings in a free society, something like that. Yeah, yeah. And you learn something and he would speak and you'd learn his accomplishments. They all had. And he would, and he would learn from his own failings. It wouldn't. Yeah. So it wouldn't just be right. Am I right about no, that? No, exactly. Well, that goes against the people say, well, he's dead. That That's it. But no, we bring him to life and he could re -exam And Thomas Jefferson could say, yes, though, at the time it was commonplace. I regret the three slaves I had, and certainly siring a child with uh, uh, yes. whoever that was. Yeah, no, no, so no, that absolutely. gives them a chance, and, to, and it would uh, apologize, and yeah. and and um, you know whether people chose to accept his apology or not, that's up to the individual who's yeah. uh, pressed the button that made the statue come to life. Um, Scotty, we got to keep moving on because there's so many, and this is just a tiny fraction, but. Hot dog salad, that also became a big thing. Well, and, yes. And what about the app that tells you that things that are not likely to happen? I'd forgotten about that, Scotty, that uh, uh, in, when I reviewed uh, our episode, a few of our episodes, Scotty, uh, I, um, I came across the app that tells you, uh, so you'll know if daggers are falling from the sky or if the sun is setting things on fire because it's gotten so huge, or if the ocean is turned into boiling lead, something like that, which you wouldn't want it to happen, but 
uh, it's nice to have an app that makes sure that it doesn't happen. Well, and the other, always, yeah, because we, we talk about things that make us feel good in this day and age, things that won't happen. When you walk out on the street now, you know that steel plates will not come out of the cloud. So we always worry about, oh, it's going to rain today. But think of all the things that will not happen. That app could show you this is not going to happen. It's not, not going to happen. Th- that's but right. And, and this comforting is not to happening yeah. today or, or tomorrow or next week. Like it could give you a five-day forecast of things that won't happen not or, happen. or not likely so, to happen. Well, exactly. And that way, wow, that's, that's good that to that know. That way you can plan your week. How about that? Yeah. Well, no lava, no anything no, like that. Right. No, this is something that we've, we've talked about on uh, the fact that because we're plus positive, uh, we're like the, the, the ancient Stoics. We imagine things that, that couldn't, ha- that didn't happen. And that makes us happier. Like for example, and this was a big breakthrough. Nobody, uh, no other podcast is celebrating the fact that a, uh, a volcano has not erupted in Central Park. Where, where is the, where, where are the other podcasts in joining us in celebrating that fact? Exactly, and what, and, and people can walk around. This is so great just to hang out and yeah, no worry about volcanoes at all. And then There's the one no person volcanoes. who might be worried, we go, uh, no, actually, no, I'll check the app, no reason. You know what it's like, Tommy? It's like having a dream every day because when you have a dream or a bad dream, you wake up, didn't happen. So that's, that's right. Really, uh, the way we look at things. It's a great feeling when you wake yeah. up and go, wait a minute, I, I'm not a human lobster. I'm, a, I'm just a regular <laughs> human. That's a great feeling. Oh, and that happens all the time. Oh, I didn't have to figure out that thing that I couldn't figure out even in the dream and I wasn't sure <laughs> what I was figuring out, but I didn't have to deal with it. Now, some people might say what we're speaking is a prize winning idea. And right from the beginning, we talked about, and no one else does, the Nobel Prize. Because to us, kids growing up, whether it was in Brooklyn or in Libertyville, Illinois, that to me has always been the ultimate and uh, picturing being at the parties. And, and, uh, and of course, that moment, Tommy, where I got the email, now we've received two. Back a few months ago, an email from the Nobel Prize thinking, could this be it? I mean, because I, well, I don't know what the process is. Were we getting uh, an award? Um, it didn't turn out that way. And just a few days ago, we got another email from them. Again, we didn't win for this year. <laughs> but as you pointed out, Tommy, we're still up for entertainment. For the Nobel Prize awards, which well, is that's I think, the thing. That's a good entree. When you yeah. do that, very often they'll go, "Yeah, they did work the room last year well. All right, let's put them in." You know, they they know how it's like. They know the people. The, they're good at the party. right. We're we're uh, volunteering to open for the 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 whoever gives the speech for the you know, yeah whatever. That's However, really that works. very yeah. dead. I mean, when you if you ever listen to these speeches, it's a quiet room. If they very rarely do jokes of physicists, no. but if they do, it usually doesn't land because no. people aren't ready. So people we're going to get them laughing, up, get them going, not in a zany, crazy way, like, woo, through the roof, but just up there smiling. We'll go over to the princess and they'll love this part. You know, Well, who are you? And they'll all laugh because obviously she's the princess of Norway and she's and we'll kid around. They don't know who she is. So, yeah, but we'll work the crowd in a very. We will. Way. So we will. That, that's kind of. You know, I mean, what you just described, I, I want to take a moment to to uh, uh, make it to alert alert our uh, affiliates that this is a, a particular me- particularly meaningful moment. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, that um, because what you're saying essentially is that the. Uh, uh, yes, we learned on a couple of occasions that we. And I, 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 I almost have trouble saying this out loud. Um, 
It's an emotional thing to say, but we did not win the Nobel Prize. It was not. It did not happen for us this year. Didn't not, not at all. We no. didn't. Did we burst into tears and just say, "Oh, hell with everything"? No, we <laughs> rolled up our sleeves and we and 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 we pedaled to the metal, is what we did. And because we will win the Nobel Prize for podcasting once they develop that category. And then, but what we've done inadvertently, Tommy, because but before we started this in April, none of us, neither of us, thought, "Oh, we have, we would have anything to say about physics, chemistry, uh, even history, and, and science, and all these things." And yet, along the way, we've come up with all these ideas that uh, maybe f- sound fun and fanciful, but actually are rooted in some reality. So, what may happen, Tommy? And again, we would accept this. One would say, "Well, guys, aren't you holding out for the podcast and the first podcast one?" And that would be nice to be the first, but if Tommy and I have decided that if we are presented with a physics Nobel Prize next year, we will gladly accept it. We uh, will. Yeah. We will accept it. And we will be glad. And when you say gladly, well, we, we're, we're without question. Well, I mean, for one thing, it will enable us to meet the two women who came up with the CRISPR idea. Oh, well, uh, our friends, uh, uh, Jennifer Dudna and uh, Miss uh, Charpentier, Emmanuel Charpentier, which, and I'd said part of our transparency, Originally, I said Carpentier, and most shows would never address that. Next no. episode, Tommy, I made it right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so that's the candor. Even yesterday's episode, or t- I, I, we don't even know the days where you boldly, unflinchingly spoke of your thoughts about having possibly co- cosmetic surgery or co-surge, as you referred to it. Not holding back at all. That's what we're all about. No, no. Revealing the, the, the personal side uh, 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 is... Uh, kind of, I think, uh, well, we do. Well, that's kind of what we do. Uh, uh, I, I did uh, reveal my, the fact that I've been forced by our current circumstances uh, uh, to postpone cosmetic surgery. Yes. But I also, I did, again, uh, oh, it wasn't oh, boo-hoo, poor me. Uh, uh, it was, uh, uh, we just turned that around and said, hey, you know, my neck, so-called neck problem could be solved just by jutting out my chin. So we <laughs> offer solutions to people. Tips, right? and, yeah, and free. That's totally free. free. Absolutely free. Uh, another another uh, revolution, revelation about our personal selves is when I revealed that I was a one sport who only likes football. Yes, yes. And, well, and that, but that upside again was I could say to you in a very kind of a preppy way, hey, hey, old sport, and be actually absolutely accurate. Yeah. If you said, I like football, hockey, and basketball, I said, old sport, you'd have to take me aside and say, well, frankly, that's not, I like No, you sport. have to have old sports. Yeah. You have, to have that S at the end. You, yeah. with, this way, you don't have to say the S at the end and when no. you say old sport, right? No, uh, and then and even old sports would not even technically be the expression, and then it wouldn't that be. would be a whole issue. You know? Yeah, for some people. For some people, yeah. it would be a big issue. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and frankly, we don't want our listeners to have to deal with those awkward situations. And uh, another personal uh, ongoing story, probably one of a uh, – this probably should win us the Pulitzer Prize. Um, yeah. Again, we're, we, we, we try to be very clear about which prize we're gunning for. Uh, is it the is it the potty the podcasting award or is it the Nobel Prize for podcasting? We want to we want our listeners to know which prize we're gunning for. This in this case we had a, a, almost like a I would say almost a ten show uh, series on your Ponce de Leon 
efforts, Scotty, to move from bucolic far eastern Brooklyn by the sea to the towers of Manhattan. That move well, gave us many, many, many episodes for which I think, yeah, yeah I, 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 I do think this is uh, our 1619 project. This is well, a big certainly, deal. Exactly. And certainly could be for so many publications, uh, Architectural Digest, uh, all anything and of course yes i regaled the process of finding a place and the moving which was an endless thing and it continues our odyssey you know our hundredth show was sometime in early to middle of july and it was a very different time then and i didn't i had not by the end of july i had at that point i had not gone to any store at all uh, except for my one haircut uh, first haircut june 22nd but since then as, as um uh the friday night i actually sat with four other friends in an apartment uh, in Manhattan, the wind window was open. One person was four feet away. The other three were six or more feet away. And that was something I would not have done. Yeah. And, and, um, no. and uh, we, we covered it. Let me guess, Scotty. No other podcast covered that event. Let me guess. No one. No. I mean, you could say, oh, well, the other four people don't have podcasts. Well, that's a simple yeah. explanation. Oh, yeah, they could have started one or called right, or pod. no podcaster was invited to the uh, you know all that those kind of easy types of, of excuses yeah yeah or all oh, we didn't we were gonna do one no no they had no interest. i we do it tell me we're reporters we're murrow's boys as we refer to a lot yeah. world war ii in london edward r murrow the edward great R. Yeah. Uh, cbs reporter uh radio reporter who became a television uh icon as well person, in the 1950s person, scotty and yeah. we, oh that's another thing Time travel. Well, a big part of what we do. Yes, exactly. I mean, uh, I, I, I mean, just the idea. Just, I mean, the concept sends chills through my bones. And uh, but when I put on a like a cardigan sweater, I, I feel better. Well, that's yeah. the great thing of a cardigan. A lot of people don't wear it as much now. But when you're doing time traveling, we recommend it. We give you fashion tips for time travel because you don't just just show. Okay, put me on the spacecraft. And first of all, um, you spoke of um, how far you've come along with uh, your with own an actual time machine. Time machine. Now, yeah. now, I want to differentiate between yeah. what we do, which is, uh, you know, we go back to the 1950s. I remember you, we did an episode that started about your excitement at discovering uh, uh, the old um, uh, TV guides of the yes. fall that would have the fall schedule. Fall preview issue, fall yes. Shows and, yeah. and, and how wondrous that was. That's time travel because nobody reads TV guide anymore. No, uh, no. And uh, when I say nobody, very few people. And, and, and I apologize to the people who do. And, and, and uh, it was wrong of me to say that they are nobodies. Yeah, no, they're uh, very uh, substantial people, but very there's less of a need people. for it because there's other uh, outlets. And then just time travel with uh, going with this movie we speak of, my parents' souvenir photos from yes. nightclub, like the Latin Quarter, with so glamorous and decked out, and with their and, friends. And the 1964 and, World's New York World's oh yes, Fair progress programs. land. Yes, it's oh, incredible. Oh, oh. How, how many episodes? And and we'll still ha- be revisiting oh. the 1964 World's Fair because it was probably one of the most important events in the history of mankind. Well, that's a very good point, Tommy. That first of all, all these topics that you're discovering from really a cursory. 10 or 11 episode uh, overview, not even the whole episode. No, a few of these. So these we, are just you know, a few of the thing. And no, no joke. These are just yeah. a few of, of from about 11 episodes out of the out of the 200 that we've done. Uh, and, and these are just a few of the things. And and uh, we mentioned the Lasker Prize and, and that we we 
are fairly uh, confident that we will get that at least uh, for yes. because comedy is the best me medicine. Yes, and we'll uh, be happy to accept. And of course, yesterday or the other day, we talked about. He said we'd be gladly accept or happy to accept. We also talked about when people say, "I'm more than happy to." Yeah, that actually means you're not happy to. It's one of those expressions people go, "Oh, if you say I'm happy to do it, good, happy to see you." But when you go, "Yes, I'm more than happy to resubmit the." pictures that you want oh, right right it, it, oh, oh yeah no i'm more than happy to do that yeah that's it's yeah. like it's like when you say something is perfectly good it really yeah. means that it's not really the best but it's yeah to do so more right? than happy is actually less than happy is, is that that's in the truth and if if because if you took it literally the expression more than happy would be ecstatic like yeah. some sort of almost unhealthy state of 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 bliss yeah uh so uh, uh, again, this is, these are the types of issues we do not turn away from. We do no. not cower and stick our heads in the sand and say, no, thank you. Let somebody else tackle that one. No. no we, and, we took, yeah. We and let me point, point out too, Tommy, that when we say, oh, yes, we found all these great ideas and thoughts in 10 episodes and so much more. This isn't, oh, we're bragging. We have so many funny, great ideas. No, no, no. And we, by the way, we, yes. We, we, never we were like talking that tone of voice. Right. Of course, we never do. Uh, unless we're imitating goons. Unless we're we, imitating we do. goons. Yeah, which we, we do. do. And our part of our mission is to eradicate the world of goons. We've said yeah. that many times. But I also feel like we're like scientists who imagine a scientist who, who did a podcast or just taped all of their laboratory research going, wow, I just went through this. We have so many breakthroughs in, in drugs yeah. and, and procedures and, and uh, therapeutics. I'm so excited to gather it to help mankind. That's how we feel. So many ideas. Not yeah. We're going to sell these ideas on eBay. No, no. It's, that's not the reason. It's giving that's, it to you, our listeners. That, well, to make the world a better place. Make the world Funny, a better place, of course. Yeah. Here's one thing. I mean, we, we came up. Uh, uh, I'll bet you don't remember this, but and I think you may have come up with this. It's let's not change the, the word fragile into yes. something more verbose, like don't drop this box because something inside might be glass or, <laughs> or and could maybe break. Like yes. That would, so keep the word fragile. It's the best word. And sometimes that is there's no better. Like, oh, I'm sure it's better. It had fragile for hundreds of years. Well, that's the best word. Because believe me, as a recent mover, as I wrote, uh, you know, fragile in caps or upper and lower, uh, that's the best word. It says it all. It's a universal word. And sometimes people say, oh, I want to throw in some extra words. You said, but we've told people, hey, sometimes you just got to go with what works. And fragile is the word. Yeah. Yeah. And and and. Uh, so we're uh, if we can sometimes maintain words that uh, or or maintain things like we, for example, um, uh, I'm not sure that this was one of the things we came up with uh, yet, but it just occurred. Well, actually, when you said appreciate the light, let me put it that way. Yeah, now, yeah we did come up with this. Yeah. When you said appreciate the light. You might as well say, I'm looking right now at a light, uh, 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 a lamp uh, on the desk, one of these highly adjustable complex lamps. Uh, it just so happens this lamp, beautiful as it is, doesn't have a bulb in it, Scotty. Oh, uh, how does it even work? Is how does it even work? Well, it doesn't. There's no light oh. that comes from it. So in a way, uh. this, this is a, a, a kind of an emblem of just what we're talking about when you don't have light. Uh, then then what you can't see things at night you cannot see things in a dark room this is what we do scotty we yeah. people what other podcast is thrilling about the fact that there's light 
in the world. The most basic things you would think, because we appreciate everything. Just like my dad, who lived to 100 years old, and part of the reason I think he lived that long, he was always amazed by everything, appreciated everything. Like, wow, look at the, this, and that's how we are. Wow, Scotty, you're amazed. It's amazing that you had a dad like that. I, My dad was always not appreciating things. I do not <laughs> appreciate your leaving the tube, uh, the top off the tooth, toothpaste uh, uh, when I have made it very clear that uh, the, it, it causes the toothpaste to become crusty and dry. So that's not appreciating things. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. So I had to overcome that. I mean, my story, Scotty, is a little different from yours. I, I had to come from a, from a, a, a realm of, well, <laughs> let's just put it this way. There's a lot of yelling and, and, and being mad about things. Well, you had a large, uh, come from a very large family. Well, yes, uh, a large and family. So there's that. And we've yeah. talked about that. We talked about, uh, you did a breakthrough, never before said, to how you were a little myth that you had a conversation with your brother and that you turned out you had not been invited to several family functions. And this came out, and this is something, again, a breakthrough for any podcast. And it's, again, it's not done to elicit tears, it's to elicit uh, people ultimately to feel better about uh, no. their, their own lives. That's, That's right. You know. Uh, and, and, and maybe they were invited if, too. If, if tears yeah. are caused by it, we're not, yeah. you, you know, we're, I mean, many is the time, uh, I, you, Scotty, you've spoken of things of, of, of uh, moments that are heartwarming and, and yes, uh, yes. And, and, and I've noticed that uh, I would have a tear forming in my eye. I, I, I came out and admit it. And, and, but, but I also would, say that i would you know stuff the tear back into my tear ducts um <laughs> yes because i i'm a man scotty and i'm i'm somehow at odds with the idea of crying and this show in a way is well it's sort of not just opening my eyes but well, maybe opening my tear ducts a little bit too Scotty. well not only that tommy but we found a way to approach actual crying in a happy way when you feel like crying actually say boo-hoo boo-hoo and that actually, even in the midst of a cry, will give you a little giggle because it's kind yes. of comic booky and kind of yeah. Fun. Well, it is. It's it's yeah. very it's 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 classic cartooning out of there's a, there's a, uh, a comic strip that a few people remember who are under a certain age, but it was Nancy. Oh yes, yes. And a lot of people learned to read by reading Nancy, and then we decided it wasn't funny, and then we laughed at it, not with it, uh, <laughs> as we grew up. But one thing that happened, uh, one thing we learned is this is how comic uh, strip people cry is they say boo hoo, oh boo hoo, and we discovered why don't we cry like that, and and oh boo hoo. The problem with that is people think you're uh, mocking them when you go oh boo hoo. Oh, that was yes, but uh, that but was the problem. But, but we're very honest about the upsides and the downsides of our uh, yeah, yeah. suggestions. You know, exactly. And also, Tommy, well, we are, we're the opposite of snark. We're the opposite of jaded, the opposite of this. People, I love people, and I see it on dating profiles, too. There's sarcastic and funny is not the same thing. Funny is you're funny and clever and creative. Sarcastic, anyone can be sarcastic. You're like, oh, yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah, I was oh, thinking yeah, about that, good. Scotty. It yeah. takes no cleverness. All you have no. to do is repeat the thing that they say <laughs> in a funny, comical voice, right? Yeah. It's, it's, uh, or, 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 compliment somebody in a in a uh, exaggerated way there's no um cleverness required to be sarcastic no and i know some comics would you know they talk to people in the audience no matter what the audience says they would make fun of it. what do you do i'm a 
neuroscientists. Oh, that's really interesting. And and actually it is. So it's, uh, but we stay with the opposite of time. And you know, we, another episode we did just a couple of days ago, uh, or yesterday again, again, the days blend together, your cosmetic surgery discussion. We said, if you're going to have it, why not go big? What about moving your eyes to either side of your head in a bird-like matter? Oh. Bird. <laughs> and we came up with finally, we don't mean to, but no. by the end of that episode, we had a theme and it was this. We talked about how uh, we see the world and how the world sees us. Yeah. And in a sense, isn't that what every episode can be about too? And other themes, yeah, uh, other themes. also. But, but I like that, how, how we see the world <laughs> and how the world sees us. Yeah. yeah. I, I, you know, in a way that uh, I could see that on a, a carton of some kind of a, of Tom, Tom and Scott milk. Um, <laughs> well, that's certain where we're headed. We would like to, people say, how are you going to monetize this? <laughs> I think milk is a great thing. It's so wholesome. Yeah, they, there's always tons of it. They always have these extra milk because it's subsidized or something like that. So why yeah. not sell that milk under a special name just to make it, you know, just kind of <laughs> get it out the door. Yeah, we, yeah, we got to fund things on the panel. No, they don't really have the things on the panel anymore. It used to be on the carton, you mean, right? Carton, yes. I don't know if they have that anymore. Uh, and so, so many things. But well, well they we used to about have how, missing kids. Yeah, missing it. kids, I was you saying. Know, and th- those I, days are over. Uh, well, that, that, you, by the way, interesting, Scott. That actually, yeah. this is absolutely true. Um, there's a, a, a wonderful uh, professor. I guess he was at, uh, uh, from NYU Business School who 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 figured that out, that they did this, he's a psychology professor, those cartons actually changed the way parents raise children and with, wow. with the results uh, being that we're uh, experiencing now in, in the uh, school, in the uh, college level. So those cartons were, you know, those uh, kids, uh, uh, missing kids cartons were far more significant than we realized. Well, hopefully that led to less kids being missing. And of course, well, it did, we but more... it also led to yeah. uh, more kids being um, bubble wrapped and, and kept from any kind of dangerous situation. And that had its own uh, uh, problems, as we are finding out. But that's for uh, that's a tease for another episode, Scotty. Well, we talk about, you know, technology. And now, of course, there's more t- more media technology with information that you don't have to wait for a milk carton for two weeks. You can get it in other ways. And we talk about technology. We, we are appreciation. Many times we talk about the phone, the simple phone call, forget anything else. How does that even work? Yeah. Uh, we speak and are heard that we've been amazed with. And then of course, you know, we speak so eloquently of how going back to the 1964 world's fair and before the picture phone and how it was never really something that worked out. And finally, it appeared better than we could have imagined in space time it, it, the, and, and no one talks about it. No that. one, no one. It's absolutely astonishing that, that, okay, that's a very, that's a big deal, Scotty, how we take a look at things that we have already and marvel at them. And, and, and because we remember what it was like, Scotty, we're, we're time travelers ourselves. We, yes. we come from another time when, when the picture phone was envisioned to be a black and white box, little screen with a little little screen, it sits on your desk and it's attached to the wall just like regular phones. No, Scotty. Yeah. Uh, I mean, what a great note to uh, finalize this astonishing uh, 200th podcast. Uh, well, and also, and we don't even use the word, for, yes, 
this the episode ends for today, but we start it up tomorrow because we do this every single day. Every day. Uh, no one does this. There is no podcast on earth, I believe, of this nature. Maybe there are 15 minute ones that give the news, but and we do it one in the beginning. It was to make each other laugh as, as we do. And then by doing so to give others laughter and escape from these times. And, and, and also to change the world and make it and better. To, well. Change the world and to receive a, a Nobel Peace yeah, Prize for changing it. And, yes. uh, yeah. I mean, first, we want to change the world. Right. And if the award people acknowledge us, we're happy to accept yeah. it. And again, please that. give us advance notice so we can nail down the right venue for the after party. Oh, Oslo. well, that's a very please, important point. We please, came we up do with, ask that. Yeah, before you get the award, you need to nail down that because people are doing it now. So we, in a way, plus positive, by not winning this year, we were relieved that we didn't have to rush out and find a venue for the party and after party. Yeah. So there's always the plus positive. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's what we will do every day. And we hope uh, those of you who are loyal listeners, those of you just joining us for the first time, uh, we're with you uh, every day. And we look forward to it. Wow, Scotty. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to say this. this is, we, we've never gone this long, Scotty, I don't think. 36 minutes, Scotty. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling a tear welling up in my tear duct again. And I'm... <laughs> Uh, I, 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 I'll bet you this one may actually fall down my cheek because it's, I mean, the way you put it, I, I, I don't know. I, you know, you just kind of summed up everything and <clears throat> I don't know. I, I'm just going to say on that note, Scotty, I remain Tom Saunders. And I remain sincerely yours, Scott Blakeman. And on this 200th episode and into the future, we are getting through this.